How do you say your oh, name? Swerving Cur- Curly. Hold on. Let us guess. Let us guess. <laughs> yeah. I go said, for it. I said, Oi, Queen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, what is your, what do you think? Kirby? I would have said, uh, all coin. Uh, I like O-Coin, but Aquan. Aquan. <laughs> so, yeah, so Matt, Matt is the closest, but, you know, I've I've actually hung out with Matt and, and, and talked about the last name. The etymology of the last name actually is, uh, there's two bases for it. One is French. One means on or of the corner. So there is a lot of prostitutes in the, uh, yeah. in my heritage. Of um, the corner. And then the other is comes from Irish. So if you just think of O'Quinn, and then it's O'Quinn. Okay. O'Quinn? Yep. Okay, got it. Well, Swerve and Curvin is a preferred Swerve thing to curve. call that, That's my call sign from curve way dog. back in the day. You know, curve dog. <laughs> I like Pervin Curvin. Yeah, Pervin. He's, kind of He's like okay, your perverted a, friend that's fucking cool, though. Curve the Perv's got to be. That, curve that is name, right? another call sign, but that's a different one. That's... When I get on the marriage supply podcast, oh, whatever, yeah. I'll talk about that one. Curve so. the perv. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> this, this this listener question goes from curve the perv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kervin. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. Loving it, guys. Yeah, glad that we could have you back, Kervin. If people don't remember, I don't know how long ago that was, maybe a year or something. We had Kervin yeah. on and talks about Has the nuclear war and everything yep. like that. We're still here. And we're still here. Yeah. I was wrong, guys. But it's I looking bad. It'd be over. <laughs> yeah, we, we had our show named It's All Over based on, on the fact that we thought we had nuclear yeah. war was coming. And we had to change the name because it never fucking came. It never came. It's coming, though. Yeah. Get ready. It's still it's coming. coming. Okay. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. And but in the meantime, well, I, 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 hold on. Can we stay there for one second? You, yeah. you, the end of the world or the real bad stuff you think still ahead? Like, so if you read Revelation, yeah. let's uh, <laughs> all open up. I mean, I don't, I don't see it in our. I don't even see a nuclear catastrophe in the form of human annihilation in our lifetime. Yeah. Um. But but the the use of nuclear weapons by an adversary, I can very much see it just because of how tactical nuclear weapons have developed. Now they can be used in ways that don't harm. You know, the, they, it harms human life in that it takes out electric grids and it, and it does all kinds of things, but it, it won't actually kill people through radiation and that kind of stuff. I, I mean, it could. Okay. You just don't predict that that's how they will be used, but they will be used in some exactly. capacity in your right. estimation. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, if you didn't pick it up, Kervin is a military intelligence guy. Mm-hmm. And since Kervin was on the show last, I actually got to hang out with him in person, which is really cool. He was in. Awesome. He was out here in uh in Tacoma at the military base training some people and doing some stuff yep. like that and he was up in the city so me and Bridget went over the bridge and hung out with him and got a meal and stuff like that um and Kervin brought one of his friends and I just you know what's what really struck me about it was how easy it was to talk to you guys because we talked about nerdy stuff 
<laughs> and it's like, you know, it's a military guy or whatever, and music is cool. But really, I have this suspicion that both music um, and the military have a lot more nerds in them than is than you would think. Well, I would say, like, people who are into music that are into music like Emory or, say, Thursday or that kind of, you know, Further Seems Forever, which is more of, I would say, an intellectual type of music. Um, not like not pop, not to say that if you listen to pop, you're not intellectual, but but pop is just, you know, for the mainstream, for the masses. But like, like Emory, there's yeah. I mean, you, you read the lyrics of Emory and I t- to to think that an AI chatbot could create a line like your face is so contagious, it wears announcements like that's that's in, <laughs> that's an incredible line. And you guys can't deny that. <laughs> but it's what is it is it you think that further seems forever and emory have a nerdness in there yeah oh, fan definitely. like you know what i mean it's like something about it's like you know Devin and i come we were all probably in band and stuff like Devin and i did music in college i mean there's a nerdiness to it but you go mm-hmm. oh rock star and soldier that you don't think nerd but it's really yeah. right there it's really right there it, i mean it it really is and and then you you know you have nerd rock like uh, 238 or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love 238. But, but you think of, uh, and I am a huge fan of 238, um, but but you think of like that, the sort of outcast that would listen to that kind of stuff or, or outcast because they're, you know, they're kind of nerdy or they're into to nerdier kind of things. And so they gravitate to people who, who are like that. And anyone who listens to this show and you guys joke around a lot, but you guys say some very intellectual things and it, it shows, uh, you know, how much interest you have in the intellectual realm. So I do well, kind of see it as like a, well, an intellectual we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we have a shared background. Kervin's obviously a fan, things like that. And Kervin's also a podcaster. So we thought we would, uh, you know, get back today. We we kind of stay out of the news, like the like the mainstream stuff. We kind of stay out of it. And a lot of people, you know, just think there's so much noise out there that we just goof around and do other stuff. But it's nice to have somebody. You're our, our DC insider, basically. Yes, so you're into definitely. military intelligence, intelligence, <laughs> but not into the 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 stupid stuff of politics so your podcast is one that i listen to to feel like i'm getting something from somebody who's interested in real stuff and not playing the stupid media games and stuff like that so you know that's the um you know that's the nature of this but yeah you're our dc insider keep us yeah so i have a question for you Kervin, and you got to be honest yep if the end of the long is your dong oh sorry (laughs) if the the end of the world was upon us if it was upon us and you knew it was, it upon, was us. upon us and upon you knew us. something serious was about to happen. Yeah. Would you tell us what number <laughs> in your list would we fall? And, yeah, and, when, and when I say we, wow, I, I mean, Matt, question. cause you and Matt text. Yep. Where would well, see, we I, fall in your communication list? I was, yeah. I was going to say, cause you know, I, the only person I have is Matt Carter's number. That, that's yeah. a representation of us. And yeah, right. you would have, you, he could tell us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we could so. have a group thread if you want that is yeah. not to be used unless you know what. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> in the world. <laughs> the only time that don't if you see that that thread yeah, if it goes up off from Kirby, you know <laughs> what. Well, so what would be the title of that thread? Because when you see it, 
it's it's oh shit yeah yeah it's oh shit yeah it's just all caps what it is and the yeah the title of the thread is that is the message and And then all i would say is get ready guys and i don't know what that means for you guys but you should have a plan in place it's just it just says go you go if you need to go like wait what do you mean like what what and you'd be like you should have been prepared you should have been yeah Hey, you should have been on the on the chat. I've been texting Matt. He should have told you. <laughs> I mean, I, I do have that in my mind. It's like, okay, I know somebody close to some stuff that something. I mean, it's not, you know, I'm we're somewhere on the list. I, I probably could get yeah. a tip from you that could make a difference if my family escapes or not. I've I've you, I've already pre-processed that as the, you, you guys as are the high up on the list. I will tell you that. You know, it's like it's like my wife and kids, and then it's probably Matt, and that I don't know what that says about me. The first thing I do is get on and put, uh, you know, let all the podcast listeners know, and then I'm grabbing my bag and I'm gone. And then, and then, well, Matt, I will tell you, there's some bands, so I will tell you, you, these are some bands I need you to text to keep yeah, running, network out to save musicians. Yeah, right. I'll be nice. the contact point for musicians, so you don't have to be burdened with that. But we'll good. keep music alive, even if most of the population doesn't make it. The Kervin, like do, do you have somebody that's like you really trust that might be in the know quickly that might would contact you? Do you, do you have those people kind of maybe in place, friendships or something like that? Oh yeah, definitely. It's uh, so it's. I mean, that's part of the networking. Um, so I've got across the globe, like. I would, it's not a ton. I wouldn't say a dozen people, but like six or seven people across the globe. That's if, a lot. if something yeah, happens. Yeah, that's great. Um, and those are the kind of people that I, if, if I'm confused about something or if there's some reporting that is uh, is off kilter and I'm trying to, to verify it, those are the kind of people that I will get in touch with and, yeah. and see if it's going, if that's going on where, where it's happening. Excellent. Good. That's I feel cool. better. I have, I feel protected. Re- I feel protected. <laughs> And, yeah, and for the feeling. folks at home, tell them what your podcast is called. Where can they find you? It's This Week Explained. It is everywhere. Um, sometimes on YouTube. Uh, I'm still getting the getting the hang of the YouTube thing, but not yeah, too many subscribers good. going there. But it's all audio because um, I'm not ready to, to, to show the faces of both of the hosts of it. Because yeah. my wife also is a host. She's uh, an incredible question asker and just an inquisitive mind. So This Week Explained, you can find it wherever and uh, go go and listen give it a listen and let nice. us know you can you can email me directly if you don't like it i will take all those emails is that still curve the perv at yahoo.com yeah yep. i think so aol.com it's at it's yes yeah, well i was gonna say at hotmail because it's hotmail hot, it's hotmail hot yeah. okay perv. just making sure <laughs> not to be that. confused with my so i have still government military style so i'm still swerving curving at mail.mil so do you you got to do that one for the serious stuff <laughs> got it okay well so we have a little bit of a rivalry here and that's going to be the format yeah. of the episode because you know toby's somewhat of a newsman himself <clears throat> oh, i mean yeah. i created the, the damn, damn news. news yeah the mm-hmm. damn news that's been around mm-hmm. a while i own i think i own the damn news.com i think never used it once it. but yeah i'm gonna keep so, it for a while. so tonight's format is a news battle so we're gonna news do yeah. we're gonna do some stories fuck you um, curvin <laughs> and all right, here we go. And, now and we're enemies. Know, so, so you know, to- Toby's got music news you can use. Yeah, that kind of thing. And and we're gonna yep. try to line up some of the the categories, and then Curvin will bring story, and we'll see which is you know more informative to people. They can let us know in the comments. 
Well, I got a Things I got like a that. nice little touch to add to the okay. competition here. All right. Any, so y'all can talk smack a little bit. Let's yeah. say that add a little talk smack in there, and I know Curvin's probably real good at that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anytime Curvin talks smack to Toby, he has to do it in another language. Oh, oh my no. God! Can you do you know that? Other languages. Well, I've got Arabic and French, but I'm not oh. keen up on oh, it right just now. Those. Oh, you just got <laughs> Arabic? <laughs> I only got Arabic and French. All right. So you have to do it in either Arabic or French. Say something oh. bad about Toby in Arabic, yeah. and then we'll begin. Yes. Oh. Toby uh, Muscula. Oh, that sounds oh. bad. Come see, come saw, bitch. Oh, there's some French going. <laughs> not really, but... <laughs> All, All right, right everybody. Going, I just called Toby an idiot. So that was, <laughs> that was um, well, let's start with yeah. some music news. Okay. And t- Toby, you can take it away from here. Set the tone, the topic. I will. You want to do. My first news music news is because I knew Curvin uh, was coming on, and it is crazy to me, Curvin, how much uh, AI is just like s- skyrocketed. So for me personally, I believe. We're already really far behind, and this is the AI just sl- slowly doling out what it, it's way ahead. I think we are actually already – we are living in the past and don't know it. AI is so strong and so good already that we're just – I mean, because it was very bizarre to me that ChatGPT came out and just – everybody kind of got it like even like grandparents and and old folks and like they were just like oh yeah ai like oh you can do a lot with it like i didn't hear anybody going this is so bad you know but but my news story is about music and ai and then we'll kind of go from there because this person is speaking out against ai and music and you know who it is mm. Corey taylor you don't know what band he's in no slipknot Slipknot. Oh, Slipknot. Lead oh, singer man. Slipknot. Yeah, speaking Corey out Taylor. against it. Yep. Corey Taylor. This comes from uh, ultimateguitar.com. Ultimate-guitar.com. <laughs> Corey Taylor speaks out against AI and music. And this is what he says. It's an even worse example of technology taking over talent than Pro Tools. <laughs> <laughs> so just the title of this, you know. Corey Taylor Taylor uh, spoke out uh, against the use of AI for the purpose of writing music, arguing that it's an even worse example of technology taking over talent than the use of Pro Tools. In addition to sowing the seeds of future legal conundrums, such as whether a record label owns rights to the sound of a assigned artist's voice, which is interesting, does a record label own the rights to the sound of a signed artist's voice? The continued rise of AI in the music industry has proven to be a highly polarizing topic for both fans and musicians. While some seem to be excited about the possibilities of AI, Avenged Sevenfold's M. Shadows saying he gladly lent his voice to fan-made AI-generated songs. Others, such as Nick Cave, think that artificial intelligence has no business doing anything with songwriting. Slipknot's Corey Taylor falls firmly under the latter category, arguing that it is another step on the road of technology. I don't care for any of that crap, dude. To be honest, I don't know what people are trying to prove. Are they trying to prove that computers can do things just as good as people? Because if so, then what's the point? It's an even worse example of technology taking over for talent than what I've 
been ranting about for years with Pro Tools and tuning and using the same sounds. And people keep going, oh, isn't it cool? I'm like, no, it's not cool. What are you? Out of your mind? <laughs> what? <laughs> Suddenly now we have no talent. The only thing we're going to get that sounds cool and new is from something that doesn't even exist. Screw you, man. And he goes on to talk a little bit more. Basically, that's his whole rant. And I thought it was interesting. He thinks if you don't play an analog instrument like a guitar, if you're not bending the strings, if you're, you know, and if you use Pro Tools to record, he's thinking that it's actually the tuning of the vocals or something like that means you don't have talent. But I pretty strongly disagree with him. Like, I, uh, oh, we were, well, I, okay. So, what? first thing is, I'm going to agree with Toby. So, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can have the same perspective. Well, because I I disagree with that as well. Because if you would if you would ask Beethoven about one of the great musicians today, or, or let's take Jimi Hendrix, maybe one of the greatest guitarists, one of the greatest guitarists of all time, he, he would think, well, why does why is he the greatest guitarist? I'm the greatest musician because I didn't have all of these tools, and I played Amps this stuff, this wonderful yeah. music. Guitar, yeah. But right. but Jimi Hendrix. Learn. He had. I would say, Jimmy Hinch. I would say you guys have. You know, you guys. Um. You know, other bands out right now have more musical knowledge than anyone in the past, just because we've evolved to a different level. And yeah. and then AI is part of that evolution of what's happening. So if you actually embrace AI and you use it to improve your music, you can actually create something that's more intellectual and actually better. In, in the music industry than we've ever seen before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think the thing that is frustrating to me, <clears throat> I was having this conversation with Matt, I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast. And it was, it was interesting because they were talking about, for example, rap music is uh, oftentimes revolves around sampling other people's music, which makes it even better. Like you, it's a recognizable song, but also now you have rap lyrics over it that also speak to you in a new way. And it's creating something and to say that has, that doesn't have talent is so wrong. That doesn't mean anything. So just because Dr. Dre shows you five or 10 of his beats, but an AI shows you 50 doesn't mean you sitting there choosing one of them. Isn't about the same thing. Now, Dr. Dre maybe created that, but he also is using the benefit of technology and everybody does. I mean, before, before there was a piano, Beethoven couldn't have done what he did, but right. then someone created that technology and it opened up a whole door. So I think it should be more <clears throat> celebrated in a way and not pushed against because it's the same thing as you know everybody always says uh the something sounds better back in the day than it does now but i don't know if that's totally true so but yeah. I, but i also don't think ai can create the emotion that a, a song has it can create a poppy beat it can create lyrics that are catchy but that sort of emotional tug that some of these great songs that that we all enjoy have there's until AI becomes sentient and can actually feel those emotions, it can never understand it. So, so it can't do it. And, and I tested this theory today, actually, because um, I asked Chat GPT to make a uh, and and don't don't I don't have it right now, so I can't pull it up. But I asked Chat GPT to make an Emory song. Just hey, make a song in the style of Emory, and it was terrible. 
<laughs> it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> but but it had sort of aspects to it that a person could have that, that a person like yourself, like you guys could look at it and go, oh, well, I see where it's going. I can change all of this and I can actually make a song that's really incredible. Maybe one of the best songs we've ever made just based off of what this AI said that we should sound like. Yeah. Yeah. It's part, it can yeah. be part of a process. Yeah. 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 I agree. I think it's going to be about the prompts and the way that the human uses it because the, the AI is only trying to mimic in a way what a human does. So right. and if, if AI was sentient, I don't think it would create music like a human does. It would be, yeah, I think it would create something really unique and different in a way. I don't know what sounds it would use, what, uh, what it would think of as music, but it's based when it, when you tell it Emory, it's based on what a human did and it's trying to copy what a human did, but, right. but an AI on its own would be really yeah. fascinating to hear what music it goes. Oh, that's good. That would be, it, that'd be whenever that happens, which it will. I know people think we're talking okay. science fiction here. AI will become sentient. It might be well, 100,000 years from now, but it will. <laughs> it might be 10 billion years from now. I don't know. But but we became sentient, and we're just some technology in a way. Our brain is very close to a computer, and we're all here, and, and oh, yeah, no, no, you know, this is what we are. But a computer's not us, but it'll get there. I mean, well, what? We don't know. feed the computers mushrooms. Right. That's what I've and, learned right. in, yeah. in my understanding of how humans became sentient. Don't feed them mushrooms. Yeah. You give them mushrooms, it's over. That's all right. Curvin, you got a new story? Yeah. So um, I am going to talk about how AI can be used for negative things, and it can actually affect our pocketbooks, the economy. Um, And this happened recently, as recently as yesterday. And I'm sure you guys heard about this one, but uh, this is from, I only use trusted news sources. Okay. So this is from. Like Ultimate um, Guitar? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought for a Ultimate second about. Dash Guitar. Only using um, studies from Harvard University, but uh, <laughs> but I went with NPR. Okay. Close enough. Uh, but if you guys remember uh, yesterday, fake viral images of an explosion at the Pentagon were probably created by AI. And so this happened yesterday. It says, uh, a false report of an explosion at the Pentagon accompanied by an apparently AI-generated image spread on Twitter on Monday morning, sparking a brief dip in the stock market. Uh, There is no explosion or incident taking place at or near the Pentagon reservation, and there is no immediate danger or hazards to the public. The Department of Defense Pentagon Force Protection Agency and the Arlington County Fire Department, that's where uh, the Pentagon is at, is in Arlington County, said in a joint statement, the fake image circulating on Twitter showed a black cloud of smoke near a building. The accounts posting it claimed it depicted the Pentagon, but the image was likely generated by artificial intelligence, experts said, in an example of potential for misuse of the increasingly popular and prevalent technology that they have been worried about. I'll stop there. I mean, you guys, you you get the point. AI, and and I watched this (laughs) happen, and being so close to the pentagon i knew this did not happen otherwise right it would be chaos in where yeah. i'm at one thing that says to me right off the bat is like all it's doing is trying to imitate what we're doing mm-hmm. right to a degree yeah. like 
Yep. It sees just the constant garbage. <clears throat> like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like just the, the media feeds all these different ideas and they're so exaggerated and they're so, it just twists whatever the truth is. And everybody knows news outlets do that. Um, so to me, it just feels like a, such a weird, um, you know, homage to, to what the humans are doing by creating something like an actual lie. It created yeah, it, just an it, actual lie based on what it has seen and picked up. Is that right? Yeah. And, and in the initial view of the, the photo, the images, the, the video to the untrained eye, it looks so real of, okay, here's the Pentagon That's and crazy. here's something blowing up. And so, you know, journalists picked it up new, you know, news accounts, Picked like it, it up fooled that actual credible journalists. Well, uh, it depends on what you consider credible. Right. Like, yeah, that's true. RT is Russia Times. They they picked it up. That's a common one that's going to use anti-American mm -hmm. uh, propaganda. Yeah. But there so, were so there are some actual open source intelligence accounts that I follow that that do some good open source work. But uh, the problem is in in the attempt to be the first to report on this thing. You see the you see the images, you see the the first tweet maybe presented by an AI bot, and you immediately retweet it and you immediately say, Well, this is this is what's going on without asking somebody on the ground within the Pentagon, which if you're an open source analyst, you should have somebody within the Pentagon that, yeah. that you know and trust are in the area. And and not even asking that person, hey, did this really happen? You you just see something and and post on, and then an hour later, as people start to investigate the image, you say, "Well, this doesn't match up." And then you look into the metadata, and you go, "Oh, well, this was, yeah, this is definitely probably created by an AI, uh, some sort of artificial intelligence." That's great. Yeah, that's very I, I, terrifying because of the speed is so fast. So, so as the dynamic goes on, if you're, let's just say you're a journalist, or just, I, I mean, it's no real boundary. It's just somebody who is thinking, I see this, I can amplify this signal or I cannot, and somebody mm -hmm. else will. But if I mm -hmm. amplify it first, I have the chance of getting a bunch of new Twitter followers. So like you right. threaten the, the uh, uh, like real panic and people's real money and real action just to maybe get some extra Twitter followers. You know what I mean? Just to be yeah. first. And it's as simple <laughs> yeah. as that. And that is almost irresistible. Or if you're a news organization with a bias or whatever it is, like you're already looking for stories that would be, and as soon as something comes across that would be what you were hoping to find because you know it's good for your base. I mean, how long can you really yeah. wait before you're afraid somebody's going to scoop you? you just yeah, like, ah, let's just see. We can retract it. $16. But, yeah. Right. And, and it, I mean, this impacted the stock. Now, they, they, some articles have said it crashed the stock market. The, the stock market dipped about 1% when this happened, and, and then it kind of gained back half a percent. But, yeah, I mean, it affected the stock market. That's People, a lot of dollars, that 1% of Dow Jones is like billions of dollars, though. Exactly. And and this affected it, This and it was fake. It was, it was, I mean, me looking at it, it was obviously fake when I saw this pop up, but that's because I'm here. Um, and so the immediate reaction from people and I do think we need to get away from this immediacy of, you know, when something happens, oh, well, immediately I need to react to it because that immediate reaction is emotion. You're you're reacting on emotion. So, hey, take my money, 
out of, I don't know what stocks they're taking money out of, but Tesla, you know, the Tesla. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> don't have any stock in Tesla. Um, no, I'm just I kidding. Have it. <laughs> but it was good. You, you, you know, the, the, just taking money out just because something on Twitter was trending that that the Pentagon was hit. You, you have to have trusted agents in in all these different places in order to uh, to verify. Uh, it's one of the things we do in the intelligence community. The first thing you have to do is verify that the information is correct, and you can't have a single source. You've got to have multiple sources. Well, in this case. You had four or five different sources that retweeted it out and put different headlines before we ever found out, oh, it was fake. And mm -hmm. and and my so my worry is this is a test run from somebody. They saw how it yeah. affected the US economy. And so what's next? And that's the scary thing. Yeah. And I I mean, yeah. I feel confident it's Biden that did it. You know how he likes to fuck around on chat GPT? Yeah. Biden always fucking around on chat GPT, doing crazy prompts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Jello and, just... and chat GPT. That's no. that's what he's no. known for. All right. Before our next two news stories, why don't we uh, tell the folks a little bit about what we're doing? Because uh, tickets for Songs and Stories are on sale. Well, actually. What? Oh, yeah. We got two more, but we just played. Yes. We just Four. played and and it was unbelievable Some and everybody ones. just I mean it was insane the amount of like oh uh, uh bras and bras men's men's underwear that were not as many on stage. panties as you think it was men's underwear and bras men's it was a underwear weird and bras yeah I don't understand people I, I don't know if, if panties are kind of out maybe it's, it's like it's so not too twenty twenty three to wear panties I don't know mm -hmm. but men's underwear whitey tidies mostly and uh. And bras were thrown on stage constantly. We we ask that you don't do that because we're trying to yeah. we're, we're at work. We're trying to perform. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're at work. But you can come to a show and potentially throw your underwear or your bra if you must. <laughs> June June twenty first yeah, in San to. Francisco, California, San Francisco. We're actually playing in a homeless uh, colony. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> There's a colony that's gonna put us up. It's gonna be pretty fun. That right downtown yeah. San Francisco, right, I mean, right in the heart. I mean, you couldn't be closer to. <laughs> but yeah, June 21st, San Francisco, California. June 22nd, Fresno. Is is Fresno where Danielson? Is? Yes. Is, was 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 he in Fresno? I think is that so. where that is, right? He moved to Fresno. Karate Kid. He moved from New Jersey or, to Fresno, right? Yeah, I think so. Which is so crazy that, that they very... move all the way across the country, not to the exact coast, to Fresno, which isn't. I think it's because you know, of a job. His mom got a job. This this isn't helping me sell tickets. I love Fresno, by the way. My God. Uh, beautiful city. Uh, tickets are on sale at emorymusic.com. And there's no ticket fees, by the way. This is just, if you want to come see us, the money goes straight to us. And we appreciate it. Because uh, times are hard, like Kervin was saying. You know what I mean? Also, if you're not in Emeryland, you should join Emeryland immediately. Our uh, In Shallow Seas, we sell live digital event is out now on Emeryland. All the Emeryland folks have already seen it. I mean, you're getting some serious content. True. They've heard it. But the, heard oh, they've it. heard it. Yeah, sorry. They've heard the it. Seeing it is still to the come. Seeing, They'll get the it. Seeing when, it, when yes. We got it. But they, they've heard it. And let me just say. It, Can they, I chime in for a second? 
Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Because when you guys played it on the podcast a couple weeks ago, I thought that was the album. It's live. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. It's we incredible. Played, uh, yeah. The Smile so, on the Face. Yes, definitely yeah. go get it. Nice. sounds incredible. There's a lot of good work on that. Thank well, you. Thank you, Kervin. Uh, also, you get instant access to Part 2, which is the very next full podcast. We do a whole other podcast just for the Emory Land folks. You get all the Emory specials. You get exclusive music. You get free pre-show tickets to any Emory show. You also get 20% off everything at emorymusic.com, songs and stories tickets, custom songs, and even Marriage Supply, which is our own. So Marriage Supply, basically, I created it because I knew the end of the world was coming, and I think other people should be coming, if you know what I mean. So... <laughs> 20% off if you join Emeryland. There's all kinds of toys, lubes. Uh, mm -hmm. Matt, what was that lube you were using the other, other day that you were just like, you you said it was to die for. Do you remember? I won't, you, Cocoa nuts. I, yeah, something like that. Cocoa <laughs> nuts. Uh, so go Coconut to emerymusic.com to join for sure. Now, do we want to, you also get your name read. Do we want to read that now or we want to wait till the end of the pod? We'll save a little for the end. Let's get okay. another story. We'll save, yeah. yeah, we'll, get, oh. we'll read, your, read some list. Uh, Emeryland members' yep. names here in a little bit. You were wrong about Fresno. I thought it was Fresno too. Reseda. What was it? Reseda. Reseda. Matt got it. Did you look it up? Which is no. like uh, I yeah. just didn't want to interrupt the flow in case I Reseda. was wrong. Reseda. It yeah. was sounds kind of like Fresno. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it's basically Fresno. Fres Where's Reseda? Reseda. I it's probably more like Orange SoCal. County, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Sand of the floor. It might be like a <laughs> sand of the floor. I just watched it. I watched it like so two good. days ago. All right, okay, who's so our next uh, our yeah. next area of news is going to be international, international music, and international okay. whatever Kervin does, international intelligence. <laughs> uh, let's let Kervin go first this time. Okay, and and, and by good. the way, I'm I'm viewing him as a, just a roving reporter. This is you know what I mean. Like he's a, he's Ooh. still under uh, under the umbrella of the damn news here, Kervin. Roving Ooh. from D.C. Here we go. Here we go. So this is something I've been following uh, for a couple months now. And it is from, once again, only trusted sources here, yep. uh, foreignpolicy.com. Oh, I love foreign policy. That sounds fake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I always send these out to Toby, everything that foreign policy uh, sends out, it. just so he's educated. Yeah. Um, and it, the, it's titled, A BRICS Currency Could Shake the Dollar's Dominance. Ooh. Wait, let me, and, let me listen to that one more time. Say a that BRICS. one more time. Yep. A BRICS currency could shake the dollar's dominance. It, so in case anybody doesn't know, so BRICS is uh, it, it's an organization of five nations right now. Um, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, wow. working together to create a single currency Ooh. to defeat the dollar. Wow, wow, I did not know that. Now, I will say... So I say trusted sources as a little joke here. Foreign policy's got a little China money within their uh, within their ranks, so they got they have a lot of pro-China stuff. But here is what oh, Joseph W. Sullivan, a senior advisor at the Lindsay Group, and a former special advisor and staff economist at the White House Council of Economic Advisors during the Trump administration. So take that with what you will. Mm-hmm. Since talk of de-dollarization de is in the air, last month in New Delhi, Alexander Babakov, deputy chairman of Russia's state Duma, 
said that Russia is now spearheading the development of a new currency. It's been used for cross-border trade by the BRICS nations, those Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Weeks later, in Beijing, Brazil's president, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, chimed in. He said, every night, why all countries have to base their trade on the dollar. So I'll stop it there. Just th this is about uh, there's a there's a group of five countries. It is said now to be expanding by 2024 or 2025 by 38 countries Jeez. to form a single yeah. currency to de-dollarize the the global markets. So the global markets all work off if we don't if if you don't know they work off of the dollar. Everything is based off of the U.S. dollar. So these countries, countries, and if you're looking at foreign policy and and foreign engagements, <clears throat> who are going to be the uh, adversaries to the United States and Western Europe? Well, right now you have BRICS: Brazil, India, China, Russia, and uh, and South Africa. They're trying to create their own currency in order to take out the U.S. dollar. And so what does that do? That destabilizes the dollar. That's going to destabilize currencies in the U.S., Canada, uh, Western Europe. A funny thing about it is Mexico has been one of the countries that has put their hat in to join these BRICS nations. So do you guys have any thoughts on how you feel about that? That doesn't sound great. One, I heard that all those countries are deciding on one leader, and it's going to be Kid Rock. <laughs> Let's two, do it. Two, it seems as if the dollar is kind of over, though. Like, I don't know if there's any way of stopping it. Like, it feels right. like America has had this crazy run, and now we're kind of eating ourselves. And so, of course, some folks will be smart enough to do more. Like, I've, I've been noticing it lately just, like, in entertainment that I'm I'm hearing so much more like foreign music and uh foreign film on Netflix being like very popular and I was like oh wait a minute before they didn't have access to you know the same technologies and, and you know so everybody in America just took it for granted that we it's so easy to get an iPhone or go into a recording studio or even if it was hard to us the rest of the world didn't even have access to it at all and so it makes sense that the rest of the world will go oh wait this America thing they they run the world and we're sick of it. And I mean, like everything that bad countries do, we probably do to other countries. Right. Is that oh, true? Yeah. Curving? Like, you that, know what I mean? Like, I mean, spying, yeah. bombing, doing all, I mean, America does really bad stuff. I think everywhere. Yeah. I mean, if you guys saw the, the re I mean, this was what a month or two months ago when the, the intelligence reports were released, were leaked out by a, um, Oh yeah. You know, this E4 in the national guard. And it, I mean, there was nothing. I've I've said it multiple times. There was nothing in there that surprised me, but there was a lot of talk of the U.S. They were spying on, um, you know, they were spying on adversaries, obviously, but they were spying on their, you know, their own allies, places like Brilliant. Israel and Germany and France. And I mean, th this is something that was common knowledge to me and and to other people. Yeah, but it was a surprise to to people out of the know that this was happening and the u.s does this kind of stuff but i i agree with you toby that you, you turn on netflix and there are like so many bollywood 
movies now. Mm-hmm. There, there are so many yeah. Korean films, and they're good. And I, I, they're very good. Yeah. I just watched one a couple of days ago about, um, you know, cell phone usage, and it yeah. was sort of this like crime drama where this girl's cell phone got stolen. It was a Korean film, and it was incredible. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and so yeah, the I do think this uh, sort of. American exceptionalism is now waning and and it's we kind of think of it as oh well we've been up such a power for so long but it's only really been since after World War II right. we, yeah. we started this sort of post-war revolution yeah uh, before that make... it was the the pound was the world's reserve currency yeah it was the British pound because <laughs> it's like oh so it's like the my understanding is that's the currency that the world trades in because it's the most stable it's like oh the British Empire Correct. so if two nations or traders or whoever's has to there's think right. how many dollars are in circulation because it's the safe place for your money to be transferred through right, right. and it used to be the pound right. and then that tanked when they were no longer the superpower and it's tied to entertainment music. Uh, you know, uh, inter- all the entertainment, sports, but you see the stuff going other places. And if there's a currency that's more stable than the dollar, that's very bad for us. And it pushes right, right up against the fact that we, since we are so powerful and feel like we're bulletproof, that allows us this ability to just print infinite money and debt. But yeah. if it were, to, if we were to lose, it, if we were to lose that status as the world's reserve currency then that is it's akin to that debt coming due or no long you yeah. can no longer print your way out of it because that, right. you know you're bullying your way into having more dollars there and so that's a you know collapse of the of the dollar's value would be you know it would it would be very I, I don't know when people say that like how bad that could be or what it does mean but you know when britain lost the reserve currency i mean they i don't know i mean they didn't I don't I mean, know. Still, I don't know what it would be, but it could be still really... the UK. Um, yeah. But you know, we're 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 up to the the debt ceiling right now. Mm-hmm. We've got all these yeah. arguments about the debt ceiling. I, I really yeah. think they'll come up with something. I don't think they'll default. But if the U.S. defaults on their loans, you, you know, in the future, and this BRICS currency, which they're gonna, I think they're gonna call BRIC, if it comes to fruition then that you're talking about a collapse of the US dollar for a little bit mm-hmm. and and that's yeah. going to hurt people yeah, in the US be, it'll be scary i mean it's going to be yeah. scary for sure but mm-hmm. all right, all right moving on to my story you, you got an right. international entertainment i have an international news? story it involves billy eilish nice nice billy eilish is set for a global climate concert in paris Billy Billy Eilish, and this comes from uh, music-news.com. Billy Eilish is performing at a global climate event in Paris next month. Billy will join the likes of Lenny Kravitz, her H E R, uh, John Batista, and John Batista or Batiste at a free ticketed event, uh, Power Our Planet, live in Paris from glo- from Global Citizen, with the goal of pushing world leaders and pro- and the private sector to commit to confronting the climate crisis. Lenny Kravitz said in a statement, the next generation are inheriting a planet that's being <clears> devastated <throat> by climate change. They go on to talk about climate change a bunch. Now, um, I looked it up. All of them are flying solo in their own jets <laughs> to this event. Yeah. Just so you know. So I thought that was a bit weird. Just kidding. But maybe they are, I believe probably are. And I, I believe in climate change. I I am 100% in. 100% in. 
I, no, I'm not for it, okay. but I believe it. I believe it is real. Like okay. a, a large majority of my family do not believe that there's climate change in any form or capacity. Right. It ain't happening to them. Right. So it took me a while to go, oh yeah, this climate change. But I, I mean, you remember what it was like 20 years ago, Al Gore's talking about an inconvenient truth and stuff. And he, he said like now, like this year, we'd, it'd be really catastrophic and stuff. I believe that there is something real happening, but I can't believe almost anything anybody tells me about it. I feel like it's so politicized and so money driven and green energy and carbon credits and stuff. Well, all that stuff. I cannot take anybody's word of fixing the problem. I don't believe because everybody says, Oh, we got to go electric. The, the electric grids will not, if everybody went to an electric car right now, the electric grids couldn't handle it. You can't even do it. And it would cost, it, it would tax the climate a lot as well. So the thing yeah. that blows my mind is you, you have somebody like Billie Eilish, who has a lot of influence going to this thing in Paris because we want to change the climate. And it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Whatever they're saying to fix the climate, it it is going to hurt the, the poor people first. I mean, are you going to tell everybody in China that is poor they can't drive a car or some to get to work? I mean, what, what are you doing to them? Like, we're not talking about the people that are driving, that can afford a, a Tesla or a Lamborghini or whatever in, a, you know, in L.A. We're talking about the people that are going to be hurt the most are the poor people when you go, well, you can't do this anymore. Now you have to do this or pay this to get to work or to do whatever. And, I mean, it's going to be really bad. The solutions are what I don't believe in. I believe in climate change. I don't believe in, this, in whatever the solutions are, are freaky. And it bothers me that it's so easy for people to go, I care about the climate. I'm going to do a free concert. Like, get get the hell out of here. In, what are you doing? In Paris. Right? Yeah. No, no one yeah. no one's going to Niger. Right. No one's, no <laughs> one's going to, the, you know, yeah. the, the poor African nations and, right. and trying to, you know, stimulate yeah. the economy there. So yeah, once or, again, or let them I'm, see a free concert. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Toby, except that there are people trying. There are solutions that people are trying to do. There are more capitalistic uh, solutions to it. Um, this is something I saw, I think, in 2018 or 2019. There was I don't know where they are now. I can't find it anymore. But there was a company that was capturing carbon and creating things out of it. They created shoes. Uh -huh. they, they created clothing. And, and things. so they were capturing the carbon so it couldn't get into That's the cool. atmosphere and, and cause climate change there was also you know there was uh i think even rogan had it this person on his podcast who was taking the straws and plastic and all the trash out of the oh ocean yeah 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 it's like a young things. guy yeah yeah and and he said he couldn't do it anymore because there was the the government wouldn't fund it there there was no money to be made out of it and so they had to stop uh, in 2009 or 2010, I started talking about, you know, they talked about the seas rising yeah. and that causing flooding everywhere. And and then we have all these areas in Nevada, parts of California that are desert like that are, you know, losing water. You've got the Colorado River losing water. And we've we don't talk about the desalinization process of the mm -hmm. oceans that are rising because it, they say it's too expensive. Everything in in the government is if i don't like it it's too expensive right but so you could take a desalina desalinization process and you can make 
you know, potable water. You can make water yeah. that can, you know, feed these, uh, uh, yeah. you know, that could feed plants and vegetables and all kinds of stuff. And yeah. Restore it, the it's something yeah. you can do, but it doesn't give these, I'm just going to, I'm going to sound maybe even really right wing. I don't know, but the, the elite people who are, if you say elite, you're right wing. Yeah, I know. If I, <laughs> elite and deep state, those are the two things. George Soros, and, you mean. Yeah. So what George Soros wants to do is not. Kermit, Kermit call himself extreme right wing, and I've heard a person say Barack Obama should be assassinated. That's oh. right wing. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? like, that's, un, uh, that's that bad. That's bad. Is extreme that, right wing. So you're, I extreme. think you're pretty safe. Okay, good. The word elite. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it's, it, it is true that there's elites that, so everything revolves around money. And mm. so you, you, if you don't, if you're not getting the money, you've got to find ways to make money off of something. And I think that's what people are trying to do with, with climate change in the wrong fashion. They don't yeah. want to find solutions because they want mm -hmm. to make money off of that. Or they get votes, you know, yeah. it's like it just yeah. it's like the, get... the, the people that it's just we're in this weird place where, um, you know, to not use the E word, I'd just say musicians and uh, entertainers and stars and rich people are in this weird place where they obviously use more and have more resources. And so they have to posture as they just need to be, you know, if you're a politician, you, you can get votes out of it. Yeah, but if you're just a person that has a bunch of resources, and I mean, who do you think uses more resources, me or Billie yeah. Eilish, uses yeah. more resources? <laughs> you know, yeah. like it yeah. just it's pretty yeah. obvious, you know, w that more resources are used by her. Maybe overall for the value she creates in the world, I think that's totally fine. Like no judgment on on my part, but it's just <laughs> they have to be, they have to do weird stuff to appease and right. be on the side yeah. of and Same i think another good example of that and I, I mean billy's one of my favorites and i'm one of my other favorite all-time things is rage against the machine just got inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame and it's just like they're like you know have made more money than you know they, they've always been like oh shit we're supposed to be they have to always make sure they're coming across as whatever they had to come across as right which is a yeah. and they've been able to do it somehow but you know what i mean the amount of effort that they had to put into their mm. positions and make sure what they're doing because it's very easy to call them hypocritical like it's just obvious you know so they're always having right. to make sure that they're do covering their bases basically. and they have to to be they think they have to be on the right side of history mm -hmm. well so scary this, i mean this, like if it's a total everything goes crazy i mean the revolutions have the between the have nots i mean that you imagine you're a hollywood star like it's not as cool as it used to be like think how if you're a billionaire that's not cool if you're a millionaire I and mean, you have to poor mouth you have to poor mouth if you're a person and today right. if you ha are a have you have to poor mouth and do the causes because i mean that that's what the the guillotines come for you first because you're a high profile yeah. you know yep all right, I'll read my uh, last story here. Okay, uh, we turn into domestic. <clears throat> yeah, this for is our America, last round okay. here. So who's winning so far, Curvin or Toby? Toby's not so bad. <laughs> Toby's not Curvin awesome. was the Curvin was the favorite, I would say, just coming in, not just to be honest, but Toby. I hold my own. I, well, uh, yeah. in, in, in Curvin's offense, he's going up a very seasoned newsman. Yeah, right, you know correct. I mean? yeah. yeah, like I'm, I'm seasoned. I've been doing this for quite a while, so. 
Um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, the I want to go back to that one. One of the quotes here from uh, one of the people involved in the uh, that the Power Out Planet campaign says because inequality and poverty are the grounds of today's and tomorrow's wars because there will be no climate transition worldwide if we don't fight for more justice and equity and i'm like what are you saying <laughs> like what yeah. tell me how to like make sure there is water and that the earth doesn't die what are we talking about so vaguely right. We're talking about climate change. We're talking about now we're talking about poverty and equity. Like, I mean, maybe you could even say they're one in the same, but you have to start somewhere. And the things that they say just bothers me so much. Okay. All right. Yeah. Moving on. All right. So I thought this one was kind of interesting. So this is, you know, Nick Jonas, the Jonas Brothers. I don't know if y'all saw this uh, a while back. It's been a bit, but I thought this was really funny. I think it was all the way back in 2016, actually. But Nick Jonas went to therapy after tragic award show performance. And so I actually, crazy enough, saw this live. Uh, Nick Jonas went to therapy after he blacked out on stage amid an award show performance seven years ago. As a part of a conversation alongside his brothers, Joe and Kevin, Jonas, for the Armchair Expert, which is, you know, Dak Shepard's podcast, uh, the singer-songwriter recalled how he flubbed a guitar solo so <laughs> badly during uh, Kelsia Ballerini's Ballerina? I think that's, I might be saying that right. Rendition of her song Peter Pan at the Academy of Country Music Awards back in April 2016. It's really, I remember watching it. He walks out super confident and he just the, he has his guitar and he starts to do a solo. And it's as if I was doing the solo and joking around. Like yep. it was <laughs> really bad. Like it was like me joking, but he's on the Country Music Awards. Yeah. Uh, and just losing he says i rehearsed it a million times i'm feeling really confident about it not even really thinking about it like it's a thing that's going to be problematic i started off it was fine and as i walked towards uh kelsia i uh just went completely blank and hit a wrong note and blacked out basically and clocked that it was wrong and i couldn't stop describing the moment is really tragic he said i was uh, Nick noted that he still isn't really sure why he messed up so badly on that day. He says, I was rushed to a car and rushed to a plane right after it. And I looked at my manager and said, I think that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, I was in shock. Kind of. It was like really, he said it was a really traumatic moment that shaped the pressure I put on myself. And anyway, it goes on to talk about how. Uh, but it did travel more than I wish it would have. And it did cause me to go to therapy. He had to go to therapy for doing so poorly. Wow. And I guess that's probably because in some ways he never does that. He's never done poorly. I mean, the Jonas brothers have been huge since they were really young. And now he has this huge flop and everybody's making fun of him. And he probably can't take it. He's only had success. How do you, I mean, you screwed up and everybody's shitting on you on Twitter, on Instagram, that you're a meme. Everybody's making fun of you. How could you handle it? You've never even experienced anything but adoration. And I mean, the lightest jokes at your expense that still brought you in and was about your fame and all this stuff. And now you actually fucked up and everybody's like, you're a dumbass. Mm -hmm. He could, yep, there's right. no way he could handle that, right? My take on that is that musical embarrassment is more profound than almost any possible thing like like to to be musically humiliated yeah because people don't like public speaking right how about like right. singing poor like just totally is more because music is powerful because it's vulnerable and you just take people yeah. to the edge but i mean the fact that you're not only 
doing that and you it makes people feel equally bad as it could make them feel good if you nail it and yeah. you're out there say claiming that you should be listened to and you get the collective attention like musical embarrassment to play it to, is I don't think there's any other embarrassment because it's worse than public speaking embarrassment, right? It, but but that's like people's number one yeah. fear. But they wouldn't even think about botching music in front. Of, like nobody does that. And right. you can you might say stand up comedy has bombing, but that's just part of it. Like how I mean, you go oh you bombing comedy, but it's part of comedy. You just go oh yeah. guess you didn't like that one. Guess I'm bombing. That's not the same thing as like blowing the national anthem or whatever. Right. <laughs> or just, I mean, sing, if, just if not being able to sing in tune. It's just it's terrible. If you can't sing, you can't sing. And you know, if you bomb in comedy, you, you can uh, fix yeah. that. You can you can take a lesson from right. that. But if you can't <clears throat> sing and you're you know, we that was a whole American Idol shtick for so long. Mm-hmm. These yeah. people would come on who just could mm-hmm. not sing and, and we all laughed at them. And they had to stop it because we we just it's, made fun of it's cruel. Well, yeah. the, and there there is an element of, um, you know, anxiety that does play a factor in that too. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, we don't really get nervous much anymore at a regular show or whatever. But if I was up there by myself, singing with no guitar or something right. like a weird scenario, singing a national anthem at a game by myself or something like that there would be a whole different level of nervousness and anxiety about that to where that can cause, you know, mistakes, obviously. It's not a really just, out of body thing. If you get lost musically, yeah. like if you're unprepared and you're doing something, you're like, holy shit. I, and I, you right. look down at the fretboard and it's gone. Like, you know, it's like 13, 11, like where yeah, are, it looks where like am a, I? You're and like, you're I've just, never played this before. <laughs> the, you're, it is, I mean, it's out of body. Like you're not in your own skin once you realize you're in trouble musically (laughs) like you're not even i mean so i can understand going to therapy about it very much because it's like it's like a dissociative trauma that you experience right that's what i'm saying like it could be a thing to where he probably did practice that solo a hundred times and he probably did get it right a lot of times you know what i mean and he was just in the the biggest stage you could be on yeah and just totally lost it lost it one of the funniest yeah. One of the funniest ones ever. Y'all ever remember this one? It's uh, Fergie singing the national anthem and all. And the, oh, and, that's and, terrible. And like Draymond and the Warriors start laughing. Everybody laughs. You can't really hear it. You can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and all the basketball players are just laughing it's she bad it's yeah bad. that's a bad one that's a setup that song that's yeah. a setup oh it's you know. so bad like, she tried wild. to do like, something stupid yeah. it was dumb and she yeah, went for it and it wasn't good you know but it's gladiator I, stuff to do that oh all right Kirby, yeah, you got I, one you got one last uh news story yeah i've got one last one and then if if I could just break a little uh some intel stuff that that's okay. going on that might creep some people okay. out after oh, this. Wow, you oh, guys, you've already creeped me that. out enough tonight. Oh, this will be even creepier. I oh, can great. guarantee you that. Do you want to just go ahead? Is this your? You want to just do this? Or you got a good news? Well, I have I have a good domestic okay. news. All right, perfect. Um, and and it's something I like to highlight because I don't think the title of the article is the real story here. Okay, and. Another trusted news, it's military.com. 
Oh, so yeah. Where I get all of my course. news from. Yeah. All your well, websites are just thethething.com. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Military.com. Foreignpolicy.com. Yeah. Governmentdocuments.com. That's where that's the only place to get it. Uh, so this. Pervleaks.com. Yeah. Pervleaks. That's, that's a different Pervleaks. Um, Pervleaks.com. I can't do that one at work. <laughs> Pervleaks, like WikiLeaks. Pervleaks. Uh, this so comes funny. from. Steve Baynon at military.com and the title is nearly that sounds one... like a real name. Yeah, he's, Steve he's, not, a, he's not a real person. He's he's a bot. Oh, I know Steve Baynon. <laughs> I, I think right. I served with Steve Baynon. <laughs> yeah. Uh it says nearly one in three veterans agree with racist great replacement theory. Rand study finds. That's not the news here. Um because okay. this says a, a new study by Rand Corps has found a much smaller number of veterans compared to the general population say they believe in white supremacy, the QAnon conspiracy theory, and left-wing extremism. Wow. I don't know why yeah. left-wing extremism is in there because I'm it's their left-wing extremism exists. So 100% of people should believe in that. Okay. Uh, but here's here's the big takeaway from all of this. Nearly 18% of veterans did agree with the idea that Americans may have to resort to violence because the country has gone in a direction they don't support, according to a survey of about 1,000 veterans. Yeah. Then the think tank also found that 28% agreed with the Great Replacement Theory, a cornerstone of racist ideology that claims powerful elites, once again, I said elites, are trying to replace native-born Americans with immigrants and people of color who share their political beliefs. Now, 18% of veterans agree that Americans are going to have to resort to violence because the country has gone in the wrong direction. That is a terrifying uh, percentage. I would bet 100% of those are Christians. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to resort to violence. Y'all know that, right? You, you know it. That's Jesus it. said it. They're sitting in the pew going, we're going to have to. I mean, I've been in a church before where, I'm not kidding. I was in a uh, Sunday school class, and uh, I won't say where, but, and there was, it was me and uh, all these folks who are good people, and they were like studying the week before about the end of the world, and the first question I'm in the Sunday school class for the first time. The first question, they raise their hand, and, and the lady goes, um, okay, we didn't get to go over this last week. What do they? What do we do when they come for our food? <laughs> That's what she said. Wow. When they come for our food. So my first question is, who's they? What do you mean right. by that? Like, uh, you think some people are good, and they won't come for your food. Who are the good people? Who are the bad people? What are you talking about here? And and then the the follow-up question was, is it? as a Christian, okay to protect your family. And basically they weren't saying it, but meant like kill those people if they come for your food because, you, and everybody immediately started just saying, yeah, we like, you got to protect your family. That's, that's biblical. And I was like, whoa. And that's what I'm saying. Like people will resort to violence because they kind of want to already. They need the excuse yeah. of the end of the world or something to start fucking people up. People want to fuck you up. 
And is that the military? The, the scary part about it is that the military people understand yeah. how things escalate and unfold inherently from right. what they've seen, and yeah, they understand right. that other territories can devolve into civil war from their observation. So maybe they yeah. are to be listened to. Kind of is it more like that? What's well, I think it's twofold. Um, because reading further in, I can go down further in the article. So that's one part of it. They understand, Hey, we are so divisive at this point. We are either going to be fractured beyond belief, or we're going to have to resort to violence to get our way, whatever way that is. Um, but there, I believe I'm trying to find it in here, but I believe it said that while, uh, veterans represent about 7% of the U.S. population, according to the Census Bureau, veterans were behind 10% of all domestic terror attacks between 2015 and 2021. And it also had, I believe, 38% of of um, members within right-wing extremist groups that are violent right-wing extremist groups are former veterans. And it's mm. because they're being recruited mm. by these organizations. So now you have a trained group of people with trained in violence who are saying 18% may sound like a small amount of people, but how many people does it take to start a revolution? Oh, right, right. right. I mean, 18%, that's a, a, I mean, that's a lot of total people that that, that can do a lot, you know, one, one of them can do a lot of damage. In domestic terrorism, one person does a lot of damage. So 18% of total military Well, and I would even say that, and I, and I say this respectfully, of course, but it seems like veterans would be more prone to getting violent quicker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just because of their background and because of their, probably their perspective to a degree based on their experiences. So, I I mean, mean, that's the first thing you're trained is to kill, kill, kill. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, I get it. And and I mean, it's obviously more right, or is it? Is it? Is there? Is it entirely right? It, I mean, no. I vets, mean, I mean, what percent of vets are are not right wing at all, though? Some, but I I would I would put it at just anecdotal evidence. Twenty eight to thirty percent of veterans lean to the left, mm-hmm. and some of them might be the same, but also t- have yep. extreme tendencies, though. Right. So Definitely. either way, it, it just escalates left the rest wing of extremism. Us. Yeah. Right. So the the I heard somebody say, "What you know? What we really should?" And I believe this very deeply that the um, the conflict that we have is between moderates and extremists, not right and left. Yep. Correct. That's what that's what I believe to think of it. Yeah. Right? I mean, and it's not going to be easy for the moderates to win a conflict with extremists. It's not going to be easy. Right. No, it's it's not. And, that's, and you, that's the best the, that's the two ways of it going. The easiest way to test if someone's a moderate is to see who's attacking them, and if it's from both sides, they're probably right. Pretty moderate. Um, right. So it's but, gonna be hard but, to stay moderate in the in yeah. the circumstances. Well, no. And there, there's a good quote that says, um, uh, "Here's my knife because I came for the buffet." Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very moderate. Ain't no AI you know gonna write that. Ain't no I fucking AI writing that shit. No All right. chance. Kervin, 
Great job, my friend. I'm. Now I'm you have another your new that, that last one might have put you over the top. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, so, we got. Yeah, we got more breaking news. Or wait, well, I, I am going to break God. some news. Our show is on the delay. You know, this is not published tomorrow or tonight. Well, so. oh yeah, no but, one's well. going. No one's going to find out about this. It's not classified. Okay, I just want to okay. put that out there. Okay, but I don't think anybody's going to really look at this. But sort of uh, classified. Sort of. You know, sort of. The the actual techniques and things that are being used are, are probably. Um, classified but i think i can defeat toby i okay. i will say toby oh, has won so far but i think i can defeat toby close. with you this breaking news the 12th round here we go uh 12th round <laughs> so uh <laughs> i i can tell you what i know is that the u.s government is developing something called hidden activity signal and trajectory anomaly characterization it's called haystack so what is haystack basically uh, Haystack is an intelligence-driven research program that they are trying to get big corporations to feed into that will utilize advanced technology uh, and CCTV, your phones, um, everything that we're connected with to model population movement patterns, identify anomalies, and enhance situational awareness for potential emergencies or threats. And so what we're looking at is Minority Report. If you remember the book, the movie Minority Report. The, the oh. government, the U.S. government right now is developing something that is going to try to predict future terrorist acts, future uh, murders by identifying um, a target's movement and then figuring out the anomalies in that movement in order to identify that they're doing something different and that they may be on the path to do something violent or dangerous. That's being developed right now. Wow, and that and that and that's like every white woman going, uh, "What well, won't it won't be a problem if you don't do anything wrong?" Yeah. <laughs> we need we need this. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, it's uh, it's suburban, <laughs> right? Suburban. It's in it's the name all, of safety. All in the name of safety. It's yeah. it's every movie comes true. Yeah. Yep. Every sci-fi movie will come true yep. until the end of time because all it's doing is just unfolding a story that is going to Which happen. one is the most true then? Which movie? Yeah. That's an incredible question. Which one question. are we most in? Men in Black? Weird, weird science? Well, men weird in Black. Science. I mean, we I can mean, be in a Men in Black. We can be in the Matrix, All of obviously. a sudden, everybody admits UFOs exist. Minority Report. And all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden it's just common knowledge that all yeah. this stuff exists, and it's not a big deal, yeah. apparently. Everybody's like, well, I guess I knew it. The actual movie we are in <laughs> right AI. now is Idiocracy. Oh, yes. We're in that sure. one. We 100%. 100%. That's probably the closest 100%. I've so, that all the time. We're yeah, being too. tracked in ways that should alarm us is the underlying thing of this particular story is that and, you well, know, the problem with this... action taken against us on ways that we're – tracked like who's the targets and yeah. you know exactly and the problem is we say uh well i'm, I'm gonna get rid of my smartphone so i'm off the grid you can no longer be off the grid because you're attract satellite cctv all facial these sort of inner public facial, cams, yeah, yeah everything yeah. that happens you you your personal network is being tracked so it, it's no longer well i'm just gonna go hide out in the mountains you're gonna be found and and so there's privacy issues. I mean, I was I, I started looking into this as what was being developed. And I was like, we are in a sci fi movie right now. 
Yes. Because, I mean, if there's computer vision on every Mm. square inch of all public spaces from a satellite and facial recognition at every, everywhere and every place, yeah, you're just, you're, that's it. You're trying. And then if, if there, if the large language models can predict that auto fill text and they know your patterns, just, Mm -hmm. they know where you're probably going to go tomorrow. They already know that. And they'll be tracking your yesterday. You know, it's like you won't, you, you could just trace back every every single thing and basically predict they'll probably be able to predict better than we will about our own selves and people we know what's going on and yeah the deviations yeah if only my iphone go ahead sorry no i was gonna say if you deviate from the path it'll also know where you're deviating to which is scary yeah but for some reason my iphone can't type the word has (laughs) it always says had tell me why that is why can't (laughs) my thing understand i'm gonna say has instead of had I, one I thing I did see, sorry, I was going to say, you. one thing I did see the other day was a clip that, what's that podcast? Modern Wisdom, is that what it's called? Uh, Chris Williamson. But it's, it's oh, a yeah. really good podcast. I really yeah. like it. Um, but he said, and I can't remember who he was referencing, but he said he heard some studies, and I'm sure they were trusted sources. But he said, he said, uh, it's like a one in 10,000 chance or something that, um, climate change will be the cause of the end within the next hundred years, 200, whatever. Yeah. It was a very short period yeah. of time. And then uh, a thousand times more likely was AI. Yeah, definitely. A thousand times. And I think pandemic was up there and, you know, something else, but our nuclear war was. The nuclear you know, and AI is the oh. completely the most likely vectors. If there's a, you know, existential risk, I mean, those are, those are them. But right now, AI is still the and good they're guy. Interrelated. I mean, you know what it's I mean? A like, net positive. Yes, it's a net positive, but it ain't going to be that way for long. At, at some point, it's going to see humans are the the net negative in the world. Yes. Fun. You got all right. Let's let's yeah. read listener uh, the Emory Land uh, subscribers names here, and we'll get okay. out of here. Curvin, good job. Great, great job. Nice attempt with that last story, but I, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if you took it or not. Yeah, uh, Toby's still the, the king. The king of well, news. It was it was close. I want to get. I'm, are y'all gonna fire me for like they fired Tucker Carlson? Y'all gonna well, fire me? Depends on because I know, what, too, I know too much or something, right? right. <laughs> depends right. on what It'll we see on Perby leaks. Okay, so uh, this week the the <clears throat> Emory Landers sent in their names and they sent in their favorite safe word that they like to use. Okay. Safe word. First you know what one, a safe word is? Do y'all know what a safe word is? Oh, I do. Are you talking about just in reference to sex? Yes, I think so. Okay. Yes. Just making like, sure. You're fooling around kind of crazy, and you have a safe word in case you don't like it, where it's going. So Got the person it. knows, oh, wait, you know, you could be doing role play or something, and that, like, you know, okay. so this is your first, favorite. Yeah. First perv, we got Stephen Reynolds. I like this one because it was – uh so you insert your kid, one of your kids' names, right? So it'd be like, <laughs> so if you, if Matt's, some, if Bridge is doing something to Matt, he doesn't like, he goes, um, did you hear Georgia? Did you, did you hear? And that's like, you know, they know, okay. You know, did you, <laughs> was that Ike? You know what I mean? Like you say your yeah, kid's you name and then that, that, yep. that stops it all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. John Reitzman. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that getting confused with, you know, just getting yeah. into it, you know. Yeah. 
Hobby Lobby. Dallas Flannery. Waka, waka, waka. Because <laughs> you need all three of these have in common that not only are they, you, they stick out, but they, uh, they kill the mood. Yeah. yeah. yeah really? That was killers. my finishing move. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> yeah, but you go to those furry conventions. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Eduardo right. Sebastian. I like this one. It's a famous movie line. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> That movie, man, that was something. Wait, what movie blood? is that? Uh, yeah, there will be blood. Oh, that's a good one. Daniel, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Lewis, man. Oh, some man. say he's that... the best actor of all time. Some, some say, say. yeah, him, Jack Black. Okay, and <laughs> the last I'll, one. I th I'll try to say it correctly. Okay, Alvaro, Alvaro, Alvaro. Uh, I was. How you gonna Croatia. say that last name? Croatia. Cross. Cross. Oh, Alvaro Cross. Cross. Okay. Possibly. Thank you, Alvaro. Hope I didn't mess it up. This is, did I do that? <laughs> the Urkel. <laughs> the Urkel. The Urkel gets you out of anything you don't like. All right, folks. Thank you, Curvin. This has been great. Make sure you join Emory Land. And uh, hopefully, Curvin, next time we have you on here, like half the world's gone. We're, you know what That's I mean? Like, hope. We're, we're doing it to try and band a group of humans left to take over. You know, and whatever Emory part, Land you know. will know first. Yeah, they will know first. Yes, in part do. Join Emory Land. Only... In part do first. <laughs> yeah, so you better you better join Emory Land if you want to find. We're out. gonna start using Curvin's Intel as part of Emory Land <laughs> to get right. to get subscribers. Right. Well, we'll do it out here too, but first to Emory Land. Part yeah. Do. Yeah. Right. All right, we'll see y'all over there. Part Listen do. to this Emory week Land. explained with Curve the Perv. Yep. yep. Thanks a lot, guys. It's always <laughs> awesome talking to you. Thank you, Curvin. That was great.